Glad to have you back. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. What a terrific day. Been saying it all afternoon. We are, by the way, I want to give you a quick update. Uh, I did just check. So last year, for pre-registration, our record was 362 motorcycles. And then after the fact, we ended up with 767 bikes total. So uh, we had a a good majority of people show up on Sunday. But for pre-registration, we thought, you know, if we could set a record in pre-registration, the chances are pretty good that we're going to end up with uh, maybe a record number of motorcycles. Well, we are now two, two bikes away, two registrations away from setting our all-time record which was right now we're at 360, 360. So many of you have been listening today and you've been pre-registering, and that's absolutely positively fantastic. But we're two away from uh, setting the record, or tying the record, I should say, tying the record, three away from setting the record, and uh, then we hope to get over 400 just today. And we've got now uh, just two minutes under 24 hours to get that done. I know we can do that. So uh, hopefully uh, if you've been considering riding with us coming on Sunday, Man, we would love to have you. Love to have you. So please, uh, if you've been thinking about it, go to fisherhousewi.org and go to the events page. Go to the events page and then scroll down uh, on the uh, the Big Unit Poker Run. Scroll down and click on the register here and uh, and join us. Won't you please do? Uh, we do it for our military members, our veterans, and their families. And we can't do it without you. So thank you so much. Um, the ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Remember that? Aaron Rodgers. Is that how we pronounce it, Ben? Is ayahuasca? Yeah, I think so. Ebo's the guy to ask. Ayahuasca? I don't want to go ask him because once you bring it up with him, you know, that conversation will never end. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no doubt about it. Uh, You you don't want to go there. He's he's gotten really into the colon cleansing thing, I think. Um, But Aaron Rodgers loves everything since ayahuasca. Take a listen. You enjoying it a lot more now, I would assume, yes? I've been enjoying it since I did ayahuasca. So uh, the last few years have been have been great. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay, okay. Let's dive into that. No. We can talk, we can talk <laughs> let about, me finish my answer, bro. No, no. Let me talk about the – oh, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Loving football. Loving no, football. Go yeah, ahead, go ahead, we'll, go no, then we'll talk ayahuasca because I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> let's, let's, you're loving football, though, since ayahuasca. Why? New, new bright mindset? New vision on things? New look at things? Well, how come? Yeah, mental health, bro, it starts with self-love. And when you increase that, then you're able to pass that on more easily. Okay. So, in other words, love yourself and you'll love everyone else. Love yourself and you'll love everyone else. So, And by the way, this is Aaron Rodgers today on the Pat McAfee Show. And then he went on to talk about um, being a leader and the uh, group of, of, you know, weapons, a group of pass catchers that he has and how he is trying to lead them, lead by example, show them the right things, be that guy for them. Take a listen. I think as you get older, you have to step into that more of a more of a coaching role. And I love those opportunities. You know, I think it's important anytime that uh, I'm speaking up in a meeting that those guys take notes because I'm not just speaking for my health. I'm, I'm usually dropping some things that may come up at some point during the year. And I think it's important that everybody's dialed in on the same page and paying attention. And 
and I will say those those young guys have really have come along. Now we got to get uh, Samari, you know, a, a little bit more focused, um, but he is very very talented. I'm starting with him, my seventh round pick, Samari Toure, um, and I thought he had a really nice camp and did some great things uh, and improved. His last game in the game, like six catches for 80 yards and and kind of basically won a spot on, on the last game and, and I. Uh, so there you go. That's part of uh, what he had to say. I think it. Ben, did it cut out? That was all that was posted. That was the all rest, was? Okay. it's all kind of, it comes in in bits and pieces. You have to sift gotcha. through it, like at okay. that museum where you go to yeah. the fake, you know, yeah. archaeologist stuff. I don't know words, so. <laughs> Listen, I've been sitting here since 5 a.m. My brain's yeah, a okay. little sideways yeah. at the moment. I forgive you. Yeah. After after doing the uh, Kenny on Heilprint show last night at Monk's, you get back. At, now, you've been sitting there since 5. What time did you get up to do the show today? 415, 420. Oh, wow. Got in here around 510, 5.15. Okay. What time did you go on air? Six? Yeah. Okay. So you weren't late for work. You were just, uh, you know, rolling in a little after five to get ready for the show this morning. Correct. Okay. Just making sure. There you go. <laughs> I'm a prompt person, Bill. Like, I've, I don't have many skills, but one of them is probably being overly prompt. Yeah. Oh no, I'm crazy about that. I, uh, I, you know, it's it's like when uh, I, I guess it's part of it is we're in radio, and it's not like you can be ten minutes late because for a lot of the the shows, there's nobody there. You know, if if you don't get there, you don't get there. You know, there's nothing but dead air and static. So we we learn through time to be prompt. We always measure our time backwards, and that's what I do. I've been doing it for years, which is why Kristen hates it, because she'll say, well, I'll be ready in an hour. Oh, I know. I, I know when she goes upstairs to get in the shower, it's like, I don't know, an hour 40 minimal. Every now and then she could pull it together in probably 50 minutes or something like that if she had to. But usually about an hour 40 on average. So I know if we're leaving and we have to be someplace at 6, she'll start thinking, well, I'll get in the shower about 4. I'm like, no, you got to get in the shower at 3.30 because you're going to take about, you know, Take about an hour and a half to at least two hours to do your thing. And then by the, there's always something. Oh, I can't find this. I can't find that. Where'd that go? And then there's another 10 minutes of search, uh, whether it's me or her. But, you know, there's always another 10, 15 minutes of search. And then, you know, you forget something or you want to do something. And then all of a sudden you thought you were on time, but you're 10 minutes late. But, you you know, and then you're driving crazy. You know, so I, I've learned a long time ago you work backwards in time and that way you're always prompt uh by the way the rest of the comments from aaron Rodgers talking about the wide receivers here it goes the other two guys i think can really make an uh, immediate impact for us I'm talking about romeo dobbs and christian watson Let's go, boys. Uh, it was good having uh, christian back at practice he missed a lot of practice and during that time what was going on romeo was getting a ton of love right he was getting mm-hmm. a lot of pub he was making plays in practice he was making plays in games um the thing I like about uh, Rome's that I saw right away was that he's a humble kid. And with that humility comes a really good perspective that I haven't done shit yet. And so I'm going to make sure, uh, you know, I'm improving every single day uh, because it's one thing to do it in the preseason. It's another thing to do it in the regular season. And I really like his approach and his work ethic. And overall, he's just a great kid. He really is, and uh, excited to have him out there. Christian, you know, missed a lot of time with his knee injury, and then he gets on the field the first couple of days, and you're thinking, who is this nine right here? I mean, he is 
big. I might need to change Dave's, uh, you know, Dave Bakhtiari's nickname because this kid might be the the new baby giraffe. I mean, he's <laughs> he's maybe more like a deer because he's out there just prancing around and <laughs> flying around on the field. I mean, this dude's got incredible stride length and and really uh, for a man who's six five, like his speed is is legit. So it was nice having him. He's a different different type of receiver than we've had. That guy, a guy that big with that type of stride length and that speed. Um, so, again, we're going to temper expectations for sure. And I did say earlier in camp, you know, Romeo might be held to a different standard than that's a normal rookie. But um, but we, we still need to temper expectations of those guys and realize they are rookies. But I, I am impressed with, uh, with all three of those guys. Um, and, you know, I think – you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out, but we're going to need those guys to step up and play well when they get a chance. When it- so there you go, Aaron Rodgers talking about the young guys. He did, he did drop the S word there, which is not the worst thing in the world, but he did drop it. So that's uh, if you if you missed part of it over the radio airwaves, it had to dump out real quick just because he fired off the S word. So we try to catch that stuff. But uh, but funny stuff. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so. Aaron Rodgers talking about his wide receiver room. But he made no mistake about it. He said, look, we need these guys. We need – these guys have to be there to help contribute. Um, I, you know, and this is what I was talking about before when there was a lot of discussion about – the pressure on these guys, because, you know, in the past, you bring in James Jones, you bring in Greg Jennings, you bring in, you know, Jordy Nelson, you bring in, you know, Donald Driver, you all these guys, they come in and there's not a ton of pressure because there's already a couple of couple of guys that are filling a bill at the wide receiver position and the ones and the twos. And these guys are just trying to come in, learn it and then be really good in a year or two. These guys this year have to come in and be good now. That it's it's a whole different pressure and emphasis on Christian Watson and on Romeo Dubs and on Samari Torre for for at least uh, now that he's made the squad. So it's just it's just different this year because I think all of us uh, feel somewhat of a sense of urgency. And I've said all along, going back to the uh, Pete Doherty interview with Brian Gutekunst, where Gutekunst kind of gave you the indication that he felt Rodgers has got a lot of football left in him, even quote beyond the contract. So you get the sense that this is not Rodgers last year. That I think, it, you know, and here, this is what's going to happen. Ben, we need, you remember how we always say, you know, hey, I'm going to look back on this date of what we said and see if it comes true? You yes. Know? Yeah, yeah. When we talk about that? Okay, so mark, mark this down now. This is what's going to happen. What's going to happen is at the end of this season, unless they win it all, that throws a complete monkey wrench in all this. But at the end of the season, Rodgers is going to say, I don't know, I'm going to take some time away. We're going to see how things are. You know, I'm going to let my body rest, recuperate, whatever. You know, I'm going to take a little time and, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that my, you know, my heart's still in it, my head's still in it. You know, I got the commitment to football and, uh, you know, I'll make a decision. So we're going to then be told we're going to wait on Aaron Rodgers and then we're going to wait and we're going to wait and we're going to wait. And probably he's going to give us some insight at some point on Pat McAfee, how he doesn't really feel that he needs to go to training camp. But he, you know, he feels like he's got a lot of football left in him and he feels like he can compete at a high level. And then somewhere in April, 
he's going to say, okay, yeah, I'm coming back. And this is going to be very deja vu of the crap we went through for about five to seven years with Brett Favre not knowing if he was going to come back or he was going to come back or not. or Even though he knew he was, you, lo- you get to suck up the adulation when you finally say, I'm coming back, and all the fans rejoice, and Green and Gold Kingdom dances into the streets, and bonfires are lit, and we all hold hands, and we dance around it, twisting wildly in celebration that the almighty number 12 is going to grace us with his presence again. That's what's going to happen. So I'm calling my shot right here, right now, on September 2nd, that come about the second week of April, we're going to hear that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, and we're all going to breathe a sigh of relief. Unless, of course, he wins it all or sustains a season-ending injury. Those two things could throw a monkey wrench in the situation. But if it's just another year where they play well, they get to the postseason, they don't win a championship, there's a lot of bitterness, there's a lot of it's a tough pill to swallow for whatever reason, and that then we're going to all find out that this exact prognostication at this point in time is going to come true. You got it written down? I do. That uh sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait. <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We are broadcasting live out here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Can't say thanks enough to our buddies over there at Smoke on the Water on Okachi Lake. Hey, uh, I know there's a lot of people out riding around this weekend, but Friss Fest gets underway tomorrow. Bobby Friss and uh, that band uh, that's been around for a long, long time, they're going to kick things off tomorrow. they got a big party going on over there as well. Stop over, get some really, really, really good food, uh, among other things. Uh, but if uh, if you can make it out, do it because they're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of parties, a lot of people, and they're going to give us a chance over there at Smoke on the Water also to address the crowd and uh, and say hello and try to promote the uh, promote the uh, the ride. But it's going to be in the old Okachi Elementary School parking lot, right across the street from Smoke on the Water. Sponsored by Next Level Personal Wealth Management, with proceeds going to buy fire suppression and stop the bleed kits for first responders and police officers and such. Uh, so they're doing it for a great cause, and they're allowing us to be a little bit of a part of it. But if you're going to be out and about and you want to take a little time, go get some food, go over there, stop into Frisk Fest over at uh, Smoke on the Water. And don't forget Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water having the annual end-of-the-year fall ride, Sunday, Sunday, September 25th, leaving Sloppy Joe's at 11, ending at Smoke on the Water, and then they're going to have a watch party for a Packer party, and uh, that also benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin. So a lot of good stuff over there. Thanks to Joe and Ellen Hennis as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continuing on, broadcasting live uh, here at uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. We are uh, in the showroom area as you're looking down now live uh, on, you know, the the showroom itself and uh, some of the kiosks and such that are in here, the tents that are in here. And uh, it's like (laughs) twice as massive outside, but uh, a lot of things happening inside. Um, But uh, glad you're with us uh, on this cool Friday. 
Pretty good stuff. By the way, I, I didn't really get into it too much, but one of the guys inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame, Greg Jennings, uh, I'm watching the commentary go back and forth on the Bud Light live stream, and I was watching some of it last night. Um, first of all, you, you know, you can't – Greg Jennings is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. And you think about it. And if you're one of those people that point out the flaws, think about what you're saying before you do it because you sound kind of stupid. You really do. Uh, this was Greg Jennings on being, what it meant to be inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. Take a listen. This Packer family will always be family to me. No matter what family goes through, family always finds a way to make it right. And this moment, why it's so important to me, is because I never thought, I never even considered this moment. It was never in my dreams. It was never a desire of mine. But it's here. And it's not here just because of me. It's here because of the family that recognized what I provided in that locker room, on that field. I, you know, and, and people got on him for not bringing up players he played with. First of all, if he brings up anybody you're going to say he forgot somebody. If he doesn't bring up any names, you're going to say he didn't name the players he played with. He didn't thank them. If he says, and and you know what he meant when he said no matter what a family goes through, he knows. He knows there's there's some contentiousness contentiousness there. There's probably some things he shouldn't have said. There's some things that he said that are true. You just don't want to hear it. You want to say, well, he's disgruntled, he left, he's mad, whatever. It's like anybody that leaves and says anything, even the most remotely negative thing about the organization, you get pissed at. Whether it's true or not, you don't care. It's just, it's, it's what the guy did for the organization. He was a hell of a wide receiver. You know, and to say, well, who's Greg Jennings? Stop. That was like when people would say, Brett who? It's kind of, come on. You can't be that crazy. You know, I get it. You can be, you can be upset with certain things. But you can't be that crazy, you know? So it just, it, it you, you, people get kind of stupid. People get kind of stupid. So anyway, it was just, I thought it was interesting, and there's been a com- commentary going on continuously about it on uh, on Facebook and on Twitter and such. And so I thought, you know what, I might as well just address it because there's a, there's a lot of goofy people that uh, are, are just, I don't know, for lack of a better term, obnoxious just to be obnoxious. Uh, you know, when you sit here, you just get people that walk by. So grab grab the headset, Mike. How you been? Hang on. Let's do this. Go ahead and throw that on, then we'll push the button here. As uh, If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, you're seeing them all get all set up. Mike Wangren, uh, drummer for the band Disturbed. How you been? I'm pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah? Yes, sir. How's the beer? It's going well. Yes. <laughs> I just uh, I just had one. Did you? Yeah. It was, it good was for beer, you. It was 11 o'clock in the morning, beer 30. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, the old <laughs> adage is five o'clock somewhere, right? Exactly right. Even though you guys didn't didn't write that song, but I would love to hear your version of it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I'd love to do it. What's it now? What, so are you just home for this? Because I know you guys are touring right now. So 
look, okay, the the world obviously has been in a crazy state of, you know, insanity. Yeah. Uh, we're not, like, actually like, on an official tour, per right. se, but we're doing, like, weekend warrior stuff, uh, fly dates, right. a lot of one-offs. Um, we just did Illinois State Fair, um, uh, Iowa State Fair, like two weekends ago. We got something coming up in Maryland uh, pretty soon. Actually, with the Jackal guys. Yeah. Uh, with Jesse and those guys. Now, um, you've met Jesse now, right? I actually just met him a little bit earlier. I was going to say, because it was going to be like the meeting here on the show. I so know, was, I know. Sorry. That's okay. You were drinking. That's okay. Well, <laughs> I actually was a little bit late because my dog got in something at home, and I, had, oh, to, I no. had to clean it up, and it was all over the place, and it yeah. was this whole thing. So so I get it asked all the time because you're originally from Chicago. Correct I me if I'm wrong. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So what brought you here? Uh, a woman. Okay. Yep. A woman uh, got married, had kids, now divorced, and my kids are here as well. So, okay. obviously, you know, still in the area. I actually uh, just took my kids to school. Okay. Uh, went home, tried to shower up, get cleaned up to come here. And while yeah. I was in the shower, that's when the dog got into the stuff. I'm like, oh, ah. No. Yeah. So, clean up the mess, got here. Here we are. I'm actually, uh, I can I can hang around for a little bit, and then I got to go pick my kids up from school then. Yeah, well, boy, you got a busy day. Nah, you know, you know dad mode, full-on yeah, dad uh, mode. I completely understand it. And entrepreneur as well, with because uh, you guys do have the brewery right up the street. Fantastic place. Thank uh, you. You know, you guys have been in business now for a while. You see the, the Punisher knobs everywhere. Yes. All over the state of Wisconsin. So, um, you know, I, I ask all the time the guys over there, I say, you know, hey, so wh- how how is Mike and and they're like we we got Mike in the divorce we we love Mike <laughs> so I always find that funny it's like you know the friendships and friendships and stuff that you make you know through through people through in laws and all that stuff and still the bond stays strong so but how did you get into the beer business okay so. Uh, as far as still take is concerned, so my, my grandparents, when I was younger, they actually owned a tavern. Okay. So I felt like it was ingrained in me when I was a young kid that it was in the south side of Chicago. Um, it was one of those, like, old neighborhood places. Their, they, their house was above the bar, mm-hmm. so they lived there. All my family, my mom, my aunts, uncles, everybody worked there. So yeah. it was part of the family. Yeah. Um, obviously, later in life, I went on and became a musician, blah, blah, blah. Um so Jason, our brewmaster and one of my partners, he he actually used to be my cousin in law, right? Through marriage, which, right. like I said before, I was married. So uh, he and I hit it off instantly. You know, sixteen, seventeen years ago when we first met, we talked about meat, we talked about beer, and just you know we're really close. Yeah. Uh, fast forward a few years later, um, he's you know we were, we always would always joke about, hey man, if you ever wanted to do something with beer, I'm your guy. I'll I'll invest. Blah blah blah. Right. So fast forward, he actually hits me up. Hey, would you ever, are we, we ever serious about that? I'm like, I was absolutely serious. But the problem is at this moment in time, I'm in the middle of divorcing your cousin. So <laughs> yeah, it, it may not, you know, if, it, you know, he says, well, you know what? It's okay. Let's, let's, you know, one thing's that, whatever, right. whatever. So whatever. Um, we were always cool. Um, once that was finalized, boom, jumped right in. And uh, the timing of it was pretty interesting because, Disturb keeps me pretty busy. Yeah. Um, whether, like, I mean, we just recorded a record at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, it comes out in November. We have a single uh, that's out at Rock Radio. Actually just went number one. Uh, five and a half weeks. It's a record for wow. us. So that's doing really well. Um, but, you know, obviously the world basically shut down for a while. Yeah. Um, so I kind of had some free time. And so it was kind of like it was a natural progression for me to jump in, not just as an investor, but also 
I just really loved it. I didn't know a lot about yeah. it. And as soon as I got involved, it just was, I just, um, I don't know, I felt like I was honoring my grandparents. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know. I did not see Barback on your resume, but my assumption is it's there. I'll do whatever it takes. Okay. I will I will clean the table and wash dishes and help right. make the I'll do everything in between. Right. No whatever, doubt about it. Whatever it takes. That's what I love about me, uh, my guys is myself and Dave and Jason, the three of us, we call yeah. ourselves a tripod. Yeah. Uh, the three owners because without one, then the tripod falls over. And all of those guys, all three of us, we have tremendous drive and uh, we'll do whatever it takes to to, you know, to win. I like the fact that you still have the original brew tank, the first one he used, yeah. still sitting in the back of that place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, that's cool. When when uh when I was growing up, so my, my dad was a body and fender man at a Buick dealership for thirty four years. Uh, when I was 18 and I thought I knew everything, mm-hmm. um, Dad, I'm going to go do music for a living. He's like, the hell you are. You're going to get a job, and we're going to see what happens. So he yeah. got me a job working at the dealership, washing cars, and uh, developed, like, an instant respect for watching what he did every day. Um, the point is, you know, years later, uh, after working in dealerships for a long time, I still have my uniform, and I have it hanging up on my garage next to my uh, just to remind me of, you know, oh, that's cool. what it was like. Uh, it says Tony Pyatt, Pontiac, Lincoln Mercury, and uh, 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 Cadillac on it. It's uh, just <laughs> just to remind me. Uh, okay. Yeah. So when you, because now you're living here, I does do, that yeah. make you a Packers fan now or a Bears fan? So. Every, you know, that's the thing. I get it. It's this tremendous hatred between Chicago and Milwaukee. I don't Milwaukee. have hatred. I have an interest. So there's a lot of people. As soon as I say I'm from Chicago, they like back up. Right. Like, oh, oh, you're you're one of those. You're one of those yeah. fibs, right? But yeah, uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no. See, here's the weird part of it. So I'm I'm not a huge football fan. Um, but when I, when, I mean, growing up in Chicago, my father was the biggest Packers fan I have ever known. Even is that right? I know. I know it sounds crazy. We grew up on the south side of Chicago. He had the bumper stickers on his car. He had the big, uh, he had the jersey. He had the parka. So every Sunday when the game was on, he would tune in the Bears game on the TV, but he turned the sound down. Right. Then he had an AM weather band radio that he'd put behind his head, and he'd turn on the Packers game. Oh, wow. And he'd be listening to that and watching the updates yeah. on the TV. How cool is that? Uh, he just passed away last year, and uh, I gifted him, uh, you know, how you could buy in and have, like, a, a share of the right. team. yeah. So I bought him one of those. It was one of oh, his prized cool, possessions. Yeah. So now it's hanging up in my house. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, you know, every time I think of Packers, I think of my father. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great story. Uh, I, I know we're running a little short of time, but I wanted to touch base because you're obviously uh, over here at this dealership quite often with Steel Tank being up the street. You're involved with uh, a lot of the stuff that goes on here with Harley-Davidson. What, what kind of attracts you to all of this? Uh, it's it's part of my life, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a Harley. I have an 04 Deuce. You know, it's old school. Oh, wow. But cool. uh, I love to get out and ride. Um, me and my best friend, Barry, he's a tattoo artist in town. We get out as often as we can. Um, it just, it just uh, I don't know, it just feels like I, yeah. I, I fit right in. Right. You know, people ask me, you know, you're from Chicago, and and uh, why, why are you still up here? It's not just because of my kids. I like the life that I have. Mm-hmm. I love Steel Tank. I love the, 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 the biker lifestyle. Yeah. I love uh, riding. I love being part of all these events. 
um, I just feel at home here. Well, for four years now, this will be the fifth that uh, we've been do- we've been doing this motorcycle ride on Sunday for 15 years now. Oh, amazing! Uh, we start down at MKE, a different brewing. Uh, but Jesse's come down and sent everybody off. If you want to join Jesse Sunday, there's going to be almost, uh, I would say, 1,200 people there. Jesse, gave 800 me, bikes. Jesse gave me the invite for uh, his show Saturday and that as well. But the problem is because my father just passed away yeah. last year, uh, the the anniversary is actually Sunday. Oh, okay. So his favorite fishing spot was up at Castle Rock Lake. Yeah. Every summer we would go up there. That's great. Uh, so we're going to go up there on Sunday, the year anniversary of his yeah. passing. We're going to spread his ashes. That is awesome. If I wasn't doing that, I'd be that, all over well, it. Well, the open invite is for next year as well. Then I'm coming next that's, year. That's fantastic. Enjoy the Hopefully the fishing's good. Are you going to do a little fishing or you're well, not going to do fishing? No, we're bringing the poles for sure. I was sure. going to say, you got to do fishing. Yeah. We got to. Yeah, well, I'm not yeah. just driving up for nothing. <laughs> Hopefully the fishing's good. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. And we'll see you backstage down at Jackal, too. It's, it's going to be, how weird is it? You just get to go as a fan. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Because most of the time I'm, I'm working, right? Right. Uh, and I funny. hear you play drums the same way Chris does with Jackal, and that is it's no hold bar violence on drum kits. You're, you're 100% right. I love that. That's what keeps me sane. Right. Is I can get my aggression out. I, <laughs> I hit things for a living. That's how I pay my bills. Right. So I hit it as hard as I can. And that's I can, fantastic. I can function in society. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> great to see you again, man. You I appreciate well. you stopping yeah. by. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome one now, welcome all. We are glad to hear you. Glad to hear yeah. Oh, great to have Mike Wangren for the band Disturbed on. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Good stuff. I, I was telling him, uh, uh, I got, and I don't know if you can see it down there or not. If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, my, my apologies maybe for the for the quality of video. Um, but uh, over there off into the distance, Mike Wangren talking to my buddy, Steve, uh, who I grew up with, uh, that's how we kind of ran into one another again and reconnected, but grew up, uh, his family and my family grew up across the street from one another, uh, when I was young and about six years, six years old. And I, Mike was saying, oh yeah, he, he really likes the artwork. And uh, again, if you come out to Wisconsin, Harley Davidson set up in the showroom, it's called sound art USA. And it's basically these incredible canvas prints. You can have anything made into a canvas print, but what they do is they put the canvas over this frame that is actually speakers and Bluetooth. So you can run your music through your pictures hanging on your wall and, and without having speakers all over the house. So anyway, uh, he was asking how I knew Steve, and uh, we got into this discussion about how Steve, when he had seen Evil Knievel try to jump the uh, the buses and such out in front of Caesar's Palace or wherever it was, Astrodome or something, and then tried to jump the Grand Canyon, Steve thought he was going to take his mini bike. And a jump, our driveways used to go down under our houses. The garages were under the house. It was like in the basement of the house, if you uh, can kind of picture it. And Steve thought he could jump from one side of the driveway to the other by using his mini bike and a piece of plywood and a couple of bricks. And he failed miserably. He <laughs> crashed the mini bike uh, like a stone in a pond, man. That thing went straight to the bottom of the uh, 
went straight to the bottom of the uh, driveway. And so I told Mike Wangren, I said, go down there and ask Steve how it was to jump a mini bike. And uh, I just looked down, and they're both pointing at me, and they're just cracking up. So that's the reason I had a case of the giggles there for a moment. Uh, 877-867-1670. Going back to, and I I got a lot of reaction off of the discussion uh, regarding Greg Jennings. And... Uh, you know, uh, again, uh, there's a couple of people that are, you know, just adamant that Jennings doesn't belong in a Packers Hall of Fame. And I'm thinking if, if, if Jennings doesn't, then who does? You know, um, good numbers, won a Super Bowl, was an integral piece, integral piece of that offense. Um, he was for <laughs> he was as good as Devontae Adams for a while and vice versa. So you the, the personal stuff, really think about it for a minute. Greg Jennings said some things that were, were honest, okay? Maybe jaded, maybe a little bit sharper than you would like, but we're honest. But where a lot of the vitriol came from, if you remember, it wasn't from Greg. It was from his sister who took to Twitter and blasted Rodgers, blasted the Packers, blasted the fans. And that then... It's kind of like when uh, I've had athletes in the past or, or people in the past, coaches in the past, whatever, get pissed off at me. And I'll say, why are you so what, – what did I do? What, what warrants this kind of anger to the point you don't even want to talk to me anymore? Which, first of all, I think is completely unfair because if you're not going to come to me and praise me for the kind things that we say and the promotive things that we say, then you have no right to come and just be pissed off, okay? Because then that shows what depth or lack thereof of your character there is. But secondly, uh, I'll say, what did I say? And they'll say, well, I heard this on your show. Well, yeah, but I didn't say it. It was somebody that called in or it was a uh, reporter or whatever, you know. And just because it's stated with your name attached to it, you know, you, you get credited for saying that. You know, it would be the same as if you're involved in office gossip and you're standing there in a conversation when – Somebody calls the the boss a jackass, and you don't say a word, but you're part of that group. Therefore, when the boss finds out, you're let go as well, and you're like, why did I get let go? And you say, well, you called me a jackass. Well, I didn't. I was just standing there, but you get credited for that. Greg Jennings, that, 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 that stigma that his sister kept automatically transferred over to him because, well, she had to get it from somewhere. Some of it was her opinion. Some of it was... The expansiveness of fact of something that was stated, uh, it kind of grew. Um, but, you know, I, we've had Greg on the show on, at Super Bowl and spoke almost in detail about that, about some of the things that were said, some of the things that he regrets, some of the things that he didn't even say that are attached to him. So I know there's – and I'm not changing the world here. Don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, – I'm not – going to go out and all Packers fans are going to all of a sudden go, oh, Bill Michael said Greg's a good guy. I should let go. You do what you want. And I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm just giving you my insight into my little corner, excuse me, corner of the world as to what I heard, what I know, and uh, and some of the stuff that I'm speculative about. But I just, if, if you just peel all the rest of it away, the guy had really good numbers Gave a lot to the organization. 
felt like he was being somewhat pushed out and spoke out about it. And in some cases, regret some of the things he said. In other cases, was honest and maybe too honest to our liking. And that's kind of what happened. But it also shed light on things that were real, whether they were big or small. It was stuff that was real. So that's just that, that's my two cents, and then I'll, I'll step away from it, you know, kind of after that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to uh, come back. We are, don't forget, coming up here in about 20 minutes, about 20 minutes away, Mike Clemens is going to be joining us to wrap up the program, and we're going to have the last three segments of the show uh, chatting with Mike uh, about, you know, the Green Bay Packers, where they're at right now, talking about this Packers team as they get ready for practice next week and start honing specifically in on the Minnesota Vikings and prepping for the opener over in Minneapolis. So we're going to get into that discussion coming up here in about 20. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Cunis RV. Cunis RV and Cunis Automotive, both of them. Very charitable, very helpful. We have the big unit cruiser from Cunis RV. We got the Dodge Ram from Cunis Automotive. Can't say thanks enough to them for everything because uh, they've done so much for us. Scott Reamer down there in uh, uh, Elkhorn, uh, great guy, great people. I know they're doing the Walworth County Fair this weekend. They're doing a bit of a display down there, so a lot of cool stuff going on with them. Also, our friends out there in Stoughton, where we got the uh, got the truck. Thanks so much. It has been such a huge help. It has helped out Fisher House, Wisconsin. We said we need some help charitable-wise, and they're the first ones to call and go, we can give you a hand. And damn, they did. And my God, I can't say thanks enough. Uh, thanks to our friends at Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive. If you're looking for an RV, go to Cunis RV, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers players have the day off. They're going to be back Sunday morning. The team added safety Rudy Ford to the roster, a safety who's played gunner on special teams for the Cardinals, Eagles, and Jaguars. Ford says as soon as he arrived here in Green Bay, they suited him up, and he participated Wednesday in that intense game-like conditions practice. So what was his first day like as a Packer? First day? Man, it threw me right there in the fire, man, first day. So uh, we was rocking and rolling first first day. Just a complete different organization. Jacksonville is definitely, you know, they, they definitely um, are trying to head in that direction themselves. They're trying to. And, uh, you know, when I come here, you know, it's just like walk in the building, see the Super Bowls, you just see um, how the culture is. Yeah, nah, man, I'm just excited to be here. Now the training camp is over. Randall Cobb had this advice for the team's rookie receivers. Remember who you are. It, the game doesn't change. It, it gets a little faster in the regular season. You just got to stay locked in on the plan that we have. You have to understand the defense that we're going to get, their strengths and weaknesses, understanding the zones, understanding how certain players play certain coverages. And now we'll start getting into that and, and really prepping uh, for a game. And Greg Jennings was inducted last night into the Packers Team Hall of Fame. After winning a Super Bowl with Green Bay, Jennings left in free agency for the Vikings and made those blunt statements about the Packers franchise and question Aaron Rodgers' leadership. Jennings addressed those feelings in his acceptance speech. This Packer family will always be family to me. No matter what family goes through, family always finds a way to make it right. And this moment 
why it's so important to me. It's because I never thought, I never even considered this moment. That's former wide receiver Greg Jennings. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. show we continue on appreciate you being here really do especially on a day like today when we're really trying to promote uh, the motorcycle ride i can't do it enough uh please if you haven't yet already uh go and get registered uh it's right there the qr code is over on the bud light live stream you can see it there you can scan it you can get registered the ride comes up this sunday september 4th thanks to our friends at wisconsin harley davidson potawatomi hotel casino bud light mke Growth Law Firm, Protecting Bikers' Rights, our friends at Buzzard Billy's out on La Crosse, Andy Kane and the gang from Kane & Kane Jewelers, big sponsor. Also, the gang at Great Lakes Dragway. They have got a lot of good stuff going on down at Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove still all the way through the uh, the end of uh, September and into October. So uh, support them as well. But uh, thanks to all of them. Thanks to all of them for being a big supporter of the program. We certainly, certainly appreciate it. Uh, This one was from Ryan who says, Hey, Bill, do you think that Greg Jennings possibly tried to stay relevant in the media by maintaining an adverse opinion on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? My question is, what was adverse? Because when I had him on, when we talked to him, he was very honest about things that did work, things that didn't work. You know, things that maybe they need to try to do to be successful. I mean, the guy's a Packer. He wants to see the Packers do well. He doesn't want to see them fail. That I can tell you, whether it's on the mic or off the mic. I mean, he's, he's, he's always been the same guy. So when you say adverse things, is there something specific that you're referring to? Or do you think, is that just the perception that there's this adversity out there? Because I'm thinking to myself, what, 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 when we were sitting in Miami a couple of years ago, and, and he sat down for over a half an hour on the program. He talked about all of the praise for Aaron Rodgers, for the coaching staff, for the way they've stayed relevant, the way they've played, the, the morphing of the offense. What he talked about was individual matchups. Yeah, at times maybe you do this. Yeah, at times maybe he looks in that direction. Yeah, at times maybe this happens. You know, all of that, all of that. So I, I don't know what adverse things he said that's that's what i would love to know i i don't know what adverse things he said so you know i you know maybe there might have been an edge to something that he said i i i don't know i, I that's that's what i'd love to to find out so Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. It just I I don't know what specifically people are referring to. That's that Ben. Am I am I off on that? I mean, is there something that sticks out in your mind? You can say, oh yeah, he definitely did this. Not really. I mean, I obviously haven't been in this state when all of it played out. So, I, I mean, I don't think I could go back and name all of the bullet points in the timeline. But I think there could be something that's said for 
Uh, staying relevant might be the bad term, but if you're going to be this contributor to all these shows, like the national Colin Cowherd's shows, I, I could see maybe being a little controversial helping that profile, but I can't say specifically. Okay. All right, well, well, we'll talk a little more about this. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show broadcasting live at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. That is coming up. Also, Mike Clemens is only about 15 minutes away. Stay tuned for that as well. We'll be back with more coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.